Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the DPAP Podcast. Myself, Jay, Tony, and Danny are excited about this episode. It was initially going to be a bonus, uh, but we wouldn't, we couldn't stop talking to each other and trying to make each other laugh. So uh, this episode uh, is special to me. It's Jay heavy. Uh, we talk sandwiches, cheese, uh, the deli life. Uh, we touch on lube, and uh, Danny asks his ever important question three dream sponsors who we wish to be sponsored by uh and last but not least we have uh, a bit of a mystery at the end of the podcast where did danny go where did danny go which of course gets answered so uh we hope you enjoy all right yeah are you on an empty stomach too or um no you want to know what's really funny is I actually had a pastrami sandwich. <laughs> you shut your mouth. Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a fat fucking Reuben and it good was really you. good. Oh, I mean. Do it extra kraut. Yeah. So. It's. Yeah. Super sloppy. <laughs> I just. Lo- <laughs> Nothing better. A sloppy pastrami sandwich. Yeah. I mean, there's. I don't want to say that there's something to manifesting, but there's something to thinking about something and eventually it coming to fruition in like a completely coincidental type of way. I don't even know if that was coincidental. Well, okay. So when Tex throws up like a slab of brisket, I am genuinely like sick to my stomach when I see that. I'm like, I don't. Yeah. Same here. Like when I saw it, like I get what he's doing the whole joke thing and that's fine, but just, brisket in general for me is not like i don't find it appealing i don't like i've had plenty of briskets to know that it's just not for me it's and not your yes. it's not yeah it's not my it's not my whatever we'll have not in I'll my wheel right but uh so you you said brisket you said ew and then oh but then we were talking about pastrami sandwiches and i was yeah. like damn dude I haven't had like a fat fucking Reuben, like the, like the legit rye, you know, the mm-hmm. sauerkraut, the pastrami. It's just, it's one of my favorite things. It's like a, such a comfort food. With or without mustard? Um, I like the Russian dressing because I can go either way. That works. You know what I mean? Some days is a Russian dressing day and some days is a fucking mustard day. Sometimes I want to throw some horseradish on there. Ooh. You know? That's interesting. I haven't had that. You know, you put the Russian dressing and then throw horseradish in there, so you just get that extra like nasal clearing, yeah. so you can taste your food better. That's mm-hmm. why that's what I appreciate about horseradish. Yeah, I didn't even know. Like for the longest, I was just like really into wasabi, <clears throat> and then I came to find out that it's like horseradish, and I was like, "That's that's like a that's that's what this is." Then I'm a big fan of horseradish, and then like I've had pickled like sliced horseradish and all these things. Oh, like, yeah. years have gone by, and like. The, first of all, the nasal clearing is just mwah, chef's kiss. And then the fact that it's like a good burn, but it's flavorful and it gives di- like a dynamic to the food. It's uh, I mean, it's the complete package as far as I'm concerned. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll never forget when like Kraft actually came out with horseradish cheese. And it's like a sharp white cheddar Ooh. with horseradish in it. And I mean, as a teenager, I'm pretty sure I might have actually given myself several blocked 
intestinal situations just like <laughs> mowing down a bar of horseradish cheese i don't think i've and i've seen it too but i've i don't think i've pulled the trigger on horseradish cheese the, like the i think you know the moderate jacks i've done uh pepper jacks but i don't i haven't done that so that's 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 gonna be on my to-do list this weekend to find a what how did you word it a loaf a loaf a, loaf a bar a i think bar. it was just like eating a bar of okay. like because it's one of those like craft you know, it's one of those small package ones. And that, see, I wouldn't even like, like buy craft cheese now. I know better now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You reach a certain point in your life where you're like, I'm not eating craft cheese. Yeah. He's really like the definitive factor of my life. If you think about it. <laughs> I think about it. Uh, me woke. I ate one type of cheese. Me with money. I start buying multiple different kinds of cheeses. Yeah. Um, I know all the cheeses that you mentioned very well, the horseradish cheese, the Monterey Jack. Um, I treat them almost like they're friends. Jack. Yes. Um, cheddar. Yeah. Cheddar Bob. <laughs> all of them just like that. They're like friends to me. And they, it's like emotionally consoling. It is. Cheese is more therapy to me than therapy actually is to me. Dude. Okay, I know we're not recording right now. We probably no, no, no. should be. We are. We are. Oh, okay. I figured there'd be something. Oh. I not recording. I just wanted to get that off my chest. <laughs> no, I am completely with you. Do you know they've done studies? There's a chemical in cheese that actually lights up the pleasure centers in your brain. I've heard this. Yeah, yeah. Responses seem so genuine, like you were on the same page as me for a second. <laughs> I am. I'm with you. I'm experiencing the cheese with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is. This is a cheese friendly like podcast. Someone, <laughs> Let's establish yeah, just that. Just think that. Like, think about it. if someone gave you a hundred thousand dollars right now. Tell me you wouldn't spend at least like, let's say twenty five hundred on cheese. Oh, dude. So <laughs> my I, at some point in your life, you find out how important it is to make friends with your local cheesemonger, right? Which is always fun to even say in the first place, cheesemonger. Exactly. But yeah, it's like. Cheese is that friend. Cheese is that friend that's always been there for you. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I mean, even the cheese that used to come in that because it was all white plastic and it just has like black we writing on it, and it's just like right now because this is a really deep conversation about cheese. <laughs> <laughs> this is going out there. This is going out there, and this is for us. Fuck it. This is for us. Yeah, no. So, like, I was raised in a deli, so um, like anything you say can and will be appreciated as far as it's concerning cheese. Cheese. You were raised in Delhi. Can we backtrack on that for a second? Yeah, I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I figured we'd revisit that later, but like you said, 2500 bucks on cheese. Cheese is amazing. Pleasure centers equal probably had some cheese in your <laughs> recent past. These are all true things. Um, but yeah, I was, yeah, like, uh, you know, the son of a immigrant worker who found his way into the bodega business, but he always set himself apart from the traditional bodegas. We were a uh, meat market and like classic deli in the front, meat market in the back. So when I say I was raised in like a deli, I'm I mean boar's head, and then like imported smoked meats, salted meats, cured meats, cheeses. Like this is my mm. language. When so when I talk about sandwiches, I'm I like I know what I've made. I've made sandwiches from the ages of six to 22 years old i am very aware of meat ratios like classic deli sandwiches versus like toasted pastrami 
like I'm I'm this is like that's my vein. That's my, See, my passion, my low key passion. Well, I I sent you that cheese opera. I was telling you that my daughter got stuck on this song she absolutely loves. And I didn't tell you. I gave you no context. And you wrote me back. You were like, "Are they singing about sandwiches?" The whole song is it's an opera of them just singing the names of Italian cheeses. And I sing it. When you say, when you say send it <laughs> in the shower, you, did you send it to me? Yeah, yeah, I sent it to you at, at some point, and you said you re- immediately wrote back. You were like, "Are they singing about sandwiches?" Oh, yes, I think I. Re- yes, I do. Remember, <laughs> like, it's cheese. They're just. <laughs> Singing the names of Italian cheeses, and it's it's beautiful. It's 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 worthy. It's a worthy creative endeavor, I think. I uh, I actually sat there and listened to it, and I was just because I was starting to get hungry and then distracted, so I had to stop. And that's when I had to ask you, was this about sandwiches? Like I needed clarity on it. I don't think I finished it, but after this podcast, I'm going right back to it. Yeah, I just found it on the inner chat. <laughs> See? so what about you danny if you could live on one sandwich what would it be a knuckle sandwich like i, I mean interesting this is like insanely interesting but it was also like pretty intriguing and it also made me hungry <laughs> like i think of it as like before the age of 14, was it you said your literal life was ham and cheese? Among other things, there was also like, we, we catered to a population that at the time really appreciated I mean, head, chips, cheese, head cheese, um, roast which, beef, which, stuff like that. But roast beef kind of like later. descriptive in the same way of like. A lot of liverwurst. You can't really slice that um, either. Mm, I like you think of it like Bane, like, what, it, what is the famous Bane quote from The Dark Knight? I was born in the darkness. Yeah, you were born in the you were born in the deli. Yeah, I, I was born. I wasn't. I wasn't. To the, to I wasn't the meat slicer. fifteen years old, so I understood anything but ham and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I just know what. A, by then, I knew exactly what a bullshit sandwich was, and 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 let me tell you, like life was a lot. Like there was a certain part of life that was a lot clearer at that point when you were just being like like given a cheese sandwich at school or whatever it was and you're just like this is low effort you know the bread is old uh this cheese is questionable in terms of when it was you know supposed this to be this is cheese to- product yeah. this isn't even cheese <laughs> yeah you start to get to the, like the legal jargon of like how much percentage of this is actually milk and how much of it is soy <laughs> yeah this is this is fucking gold <laughs> Yeah, the government's really lax on what it calls cheese versus cheese product. It's the, vegetable oil and yeah. food coloring and salt. Did anybody see those craft commercials growing up where they were just I don't like even like four ounces of milk in a right glass? Now. Oh yeah. <laughs> like water, oil. <laughs> this is their cheese. Our cheese is made with one hundred percent milk. I didn't believe that was it a either. lie, craft. I feel like yeah, that was a lie. No, one hundred percent it was, but. To the point is, you know, how much milk do you need for this to be cheese versus cheese product? That was a very gray mm. area for a lot of companies. Yeah, like the meat and Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I think they technically serve meat product. Hey, Taco Bell, if you're looking for sponsorships, uh, we're I'm not going to argue against meat product. That's all I'm going to say about that. But no, you're not selling meat. You're not selling meat. Let's <laughs> call it a spade a spade. That is not meat that you're putting in those tacos. It's delicious. And it how sh- long ago was that? And it Where shoots like- out of my ass. It wasn't that long ago. I want to say within the last seven years. And even yeah, the, and they even were that- seriously. People were like, Taco Bell, you can't call that meat. That's and not. And I think their answer to that was, okay. And they just stopped calling it. And they just called it tacos and enchiladas and gorditas and all these things. They, they stopped referring to the meat itself. 100% beef. <laughs> Asterix like, product. Well, it's 98% soy. <laughs> it's beef flavors. <laughs> So, um, either of you purchased Vaseline in the last however long? No, what I have is Aquaphor. Aquaphor has become the new Vaseline. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's the thing because, like, homeboy got two tubs of it in his house—one upstairs and one downstairs. Isn't Aquaphor lube? Isn't Aquaphor anal lube though? (laughs) I guess it could be. No, no, you're right. (laughs) Not specifically, but yes, it has been. Lubricant, sexual lubricant. Not specifically, no. Sexual lubricants you use a lot sexual slipperier, lubricant. if that's even sure. a word. Better than and, spit. Spit is a lie. Sexual lubricant as if it's lotion. Yeah, I don't, yeah. It's, no, uh, I've never done that. No, I don't think I've used Aquaphor for that. Or no, have you used sexual lubricant for lotion? Funny story. Oh, God. So I used to work in a facility uh, that was may or may not have been in healthcare, And I may or may not have been a healthcare provider at the time. May or may not have been a deli. And there there was a gentleman or maybe not that was a may or may not have been a patient there. A medical deli? Yeah, sure. That's what I'm (laughs) saying. Um, So... This guy was like super annoying. He was like, uh, how do I word this sensitively? He was, he was quote unquote there for medical reasons, but was basically just kind of like, like hunting benzos, and mm-hmm. like you know once once like a behavior pattern has been established. I mean, not for nothing. The guy was like one of the nicer patients that I've had, but he was definitely there for you know for his medications. Um, had asked me among 50 other thousand things because it's always like, can I get a cup of ice? Like he was like nickel and diming you for stuff. So I don't know if it was like a power trip or whatever. He had asked me for like chapstick because his lips were chapped. And I was like, sure, boss. No problem. Be right back. I got surgical lubricant and I gave it to him I'm like, hey, buddy, this should work. It might not be exactly what you need, but it'll do what you need it to do. And he was like, all right, dude, I get it. You guys are busy. Cool, cool, cool. He, like, I'm, like, walking by because there's, like, a patient that actually needed help. And he kind of, like, finds me, taps me on the shoulder. He's like, hey, man, did you just give me, like, KY for my lips? And as he's (laughs) saying this, it looked like somebody wiped bacon grease on, like, the bottom half of his face. And there was a shine off of the fluorescent lights that I will never forget. And he, and he's just looking, and I look at it, and I stare at it, and it was everything I wanted it to be. And I said, hey, man, I told you, like, this wasn't exactly what you wanted, but it was exactly what you need. And are your lips lubricated? 
he <laughs> goes, chapped or not? Right, right. So it becomes one of those things. It's like, <laughs> did it do what you needed it to do? And are you trying to impress anybody right now on a floor full of geriatrics? And his answer was no. In your yellow socks. And that was the end of the conversation. But the fact that he put it almost everywhere and it just, it like, it was just. <laughs> it was glistening. He looked like a half-finished glazed donut and it was everything I wanted it to be. <laughs> I, oh my God, that was one of the more satisfying moments in my life. You know, how do you feel? Do you ever get nervous, like raising your children in the town where Danny grew up? Like. You guys, your reaction was so beautiful, and it's just gone. It's dead. It's gone forever. I, I, I don't even. I don't even. First of all, I don't remember the question, and then my reaction. Yeah, like I don't even know how me. I'd answer that now. You I bashed was, me for losing 160 in Connect Four. I remember that. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, and Danny yeah. was like, "I lost." Money. <laughs> Who loses money on Connect Four though? And it was Danny, and it was not a not significant amount. I hope I did the double negative right on that. Because 160 bucks is a lot to lose. What is it, 20 bucks a game? Well, how, can you walk us through down? that? What's yeah. the breakdown of that? Tell me like it's the first time, because I don't remember the last time. Uh, I got a question. I got a question for you, too. If you could be sponsored by anyone or anything, living or dead... <laughs> Who would your three sponsors be? Three. All right. Three. Mm. But we're not going to not go back to the Connect Four. Did I do the double negative correct on that one, too? Because we're going back to that. <laughs> we will bu- revisit yeah, We Connect will 4. be there. We will be back to that. Uh, Tony, who would you like to be sponsored by? And don't worry um, if it doesn't work out with the current sponsorships. Um, I'll edit it out. Living or dead. Living or dead sponsorships. <laughs> uh, any sort of, you know, ammunition would be great. Ooh, yeah, especially now. You know, um, I'm wide open here, folks. I will, I'll sell your ammunition. Um, is, is it Hornsby? Is that is that a company? Hornby. Wow, the, they make like a lot of like novelty. Uh, <laughs> ammunition your novelty ammunition also true um michael's craft store i feel like (laughs) mama likes her pipe cleaners uh hornady (laughs) is that how you pronounce it hornady i don't even know where you are ammo um and then God, oh, we're supposed to do three, right? We've I've got three there. So any any sort of ammunition, um, Michael's craft store, and then man, I don't even fucking know. I'm trying to think of like a high end cheese company, and I can't think of any reason. right. Just that one cheese farmer in France. That's what I. <laughs> That's what I want. There's one cheese farmer in France who makes this sheep cheese. Ooh. And I want I want them to sponsor me. Not because I want to sell their stuff. Just please feed me the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not here to sell it. I'm here to eat it, bitch. I just want to eat that cheese. <laughs> Give me the queso, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Danny, what about you, buddy? 
Uh, I'm going to go with William Wolf Whiskey. William Wolf? I'm, actually, I'm absolutely in love with this pecan flavored whiskey. Ooh. Um, Ooh you're going to make me drink again. Probably something like really functional and like core heart. Yeah. Good call. That's a good I one. I wear a lot of core heart. Um, probably core heart and damn facts. You know. Um, <laughs> now, that's going to have to be explained a little bit. Damn facts, um, partly because. I don't feel like anyone else has been sponsored by Tampax, but also because bitches love tampons. We do. That is not a lie. Bitches do love tampons. I believe was their slogan back in 97. Yeah. Bitches do love tampons. Bitches love tampons. I got that bitch some tampons. Bitches love tampons. Now I just want pecan whiskey. Are they pecans or pecans, you guys? Oh, I say pecans because I am not a lowbrow piece of shit, but I'm okay with people saying Wire. pecans. <laughs> pecan pie or pecan pie? See, that's the problem because I say pecan pie. And it's like, what? Because you're like, a lowbrow piece of shit. That's, and you know it. I know I am. <laughs> I hate myself. I thought we established I know, I'm that. hiding from me. Yeah. I thought we established that this was a podcast, uh, Loki, about self-loathing and how much we hate ourselves. Oh, we're doing a good job. <laughs> we are. Pat's on our back. <laughs> oh, here we go. William Wolf and Bourbon. All right, Jay. Twenty bucks. Jay, tampons? Yeah, they're expensive. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, the bourbon—it's cheap and it's I got know. a four point nine rating. What? Good call, Daniel. Guess who's getting this tomorrow? All right. Uh, three sponsorships, living or dead. Not in the mind state to do this right now. I will say Dogfish Head Brewery. You guys honestly can whore my name to whatever you want as long as I get whatever and I want from you guys in return in the form of beer. Two, two would have to be, uh, a part of me wants to say K-Bar, but the real one wants to say uh, SOG Knives. Mm. Um, I'm, a, I'm a fan of cutlery. I may or may not be a uh, Latino male. I will never say Latinx. Write that down. Yeah. Uh, and we love our metal sharpened blades. Uh, third, third, I got booze, I got cutlery. I'm just going to go ahead and, and just say Ferrari. Oh. Because I know they won't. But on the off chance that they do, Ferrari. I want an Italian car that is very fast, that is beautiful to look at, that has an amazing sound. And that will break down guaranteed within the first 2,000 miles. Possibly Impossible making it. Impossible un- to shift. <laughs> Possibly making it undrivable. Uh, so I could just get another one, you know? Uh, you can wreck yeah. if there's like 
a, a, a pebble in the road, you could just wreck the whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. All $250,000 of it. I want to yeah. be sponsored by them so I don't have to pay that out of pocket. Disposable Ferraris. Uh, uh, can you imagine? Could you Oh, God. Imagine? Yeah, I kind of can. Oh. <laughs> I'm all, shh. Let me have that for a minute. I want to feel this cat leather <laughs> on my bare ass in the garage for 10 minutes. This is amazing. Danny's got a shit ton of porn to get through. I'm just going to sit over here and listen to Ferrari sounds. That's <laughs> <sighs> what does it for me. It's like a, it's like a wet gurgle, like a, like a sleeping dragon with a cold, like a head cold. You know, it's so funny because I was raised on like American V8s, you know, uh, my dad I mean, built street drags first love. when I was a kid. What? That was my first love. It still is. Like I, I would, I would rather get an Arresto mod and baby that thing for the rest of my life than any other two hundred. Like, I, like there is. I have a love for Pontiacs, uh, and GTOs, things I, like that. Uh, yeah, like yeah, like even Chevys with their SSs in like the late sixties, early seventies. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a second. You said you didn't want to be called Mexican or Latinx, but then you mentioned Pontiacs. You yeah, did first. I did. I did. You did. I did. My dad had a seventy nine. That's what I was like raised in. Granted, it was a very slow six point six liter engine. It was still a six point six liter engine, and it was with the honeycomb rims, gold Just, Firebird on the hood, loud, uh, obnoxious T Bird. It was pretty stereotypical. It is so. <laughs> did it, it have the T top? So, it did. Of course, it did. T top. It was. <laughs> so obnoxious and my dad would sit this is when i was supposed to be in a car seat he put me in the front passenger side and goes let's have some fun toddler and he would just like peel out we're talking about something that no one else actually understands but that is pretty stereotypical yeah no like it's well it's exactly what i needed it to be at the time yeah set me off on the you know set me off to the races and now now i want like a like a like a boss but rest of like you know, modern suspension for uh, for ceramic disc brakes, like a nice, massive, streamlined kit. Have, I mean, economy gas. That will do. There's a lot of co- there's a lot of companies that I uh, follow on Instagram that do all these resto mods, and it's just it's beautiful what they can do with like an old body style. Yeah. Um. When I was a kid, my dad used to build up these cars, and he'd race and paint them, sell them, build them, pay some. Build them, paint them, race them, sell them, right? And so these cars would just be coming and going all the time. But my dad had a 69 Mach 1 Mustang that was, I mean, it ran low 12s in the quarter mile, which for a big old heavy car, um, you know, high 11s, low 12s. But I used to do that when I was a little kid. I used to get to sit in the front seat and wait for the lights to change and like the helmet that's too big for your head and it like when you lean your head to the side it like goes thunk thunk and like follows your head around but i am an adrenaline junkie to this day like talking about it right now my heart rate has accelerated um, <laughs> i am fucking ready um that that feeling of acceleration where you don't have traction at first and then it catches and your face wraps around the headrest of the car and you're just like smooshed into the seat and you're just, it's balls out. Just yeah. go, go, go. And um, I think that's why I drive the way I do. 
And how is that? How would you describe the way you drive? Um, like my daddy was a race car driver. <laughs> <laughs> hammer down. All right. I drive hammer down. <laughs> think, think, think about it for a second. Uh, Tony, literally your parents were like the main characters of the Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> My parents Thanks. were out I of mean, like, the Thompson I mean, novel. Literally, literally, <laughs> like you're like you describe your dad like he's Dominic Toretto, and I'm uh, gonna actually hate myself for this, but I don't remember either of the women's names in the movie. But that's totally your mom. <laughs> <laughs> One of them, definitely. Oh God, um, is this where I tell you I've never seen Fast and Furious? None of them. There's like eleven. No. There's Why would I fucking minutes. watch? Why? Why would I waste no, that no, no. time? In my because life? it was on at some point or another. Just give it. And you like your dad literally says something to you like, "You gotta live your life one quarter mile at a time, possibly like fifty meters at a time, depending on what your actual like." I tend to think of my dad more like Ricky Bobby's dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, you so, like, be cool or... as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm driving fast, Daddy. That's that's me. Um, or the yeah, Ricky like, Bobby, the <laughs> guy from Napoleon Dynamite. Can throw no, the dad. Oh, Uncle Rico. But the dad from Joe Dirt oh, too. Uncle Rico. <laughs> <laughs> Living is reliving those glory high school football days. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. No, but growing up on racetracks and stuff like that, I just I remember when I was too little um, to ride along, and I think my favorite part was when uh, you know your pit guy steps in front of the car and gives you the little finger spinning signal and they do the burnouts to get the slicks nice and all sticky yeah. and that used to yeah that was when i knew like like i said my heart would start beating i'd be like oh fucking shit <laughs> we're doing it shit's about to happen so uh we're all good i think so i think we're all good any porting words <sighs> i wish we talked more about cars and I wish we talked more about sandwiches. Well, I think we can talk more about cars for sure. <laughs> no, I'm just, and know, sandwiches. I wanted to put that out there. I just want that, uh, you know, because once it's known, it's known. And it's better for everybody to know what I wanted at the time versus them. Me just assume that they would know. <laughs> because that's yeah. not fair. No. Did you say tampons? <laughs> Danny's going to hook you up. Sponsorship money, baby. Tampons. I just want free cheese and ammunition, craft supplies. Yeah, like once that happens, you can literally move anywhere you want. You'll be okay. Like, yeah. How much of a bummer would that be? Is if like we got something like free cheese, but only under the condition we also got free tampons and like (laughs) something else mad fucking random. You know what? I don't know. Something like neither of us actually enjoy. Right. Like free cheese, tampons, and 
um, decorative cactuses. Right, a lifetime supply. Of <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say Michaels because I was going to say like it's not that bad. But the thing is, the, the thing is with the lifetime supply of decorative cactuses, the lifetime supply of decorative cactuses are delivered to you all at once. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a typo on the fucking. <laughs> that sounds like a typo on the contract, man. Did For my like, yeah, my lifetime, lifetime supply of cactuses, right now. Right, I didn't see right now. That was there was an asterisk, guys. I didn't. What am I gonna do with four hundred and eighty-seven cacti? I live in a studio. Yeah, with no windows. <laughs> Are these edible? Can I eat these? Is this food? <laughs> Can I boil these? Can I boil this? Can you boil this? Start pointing at My the spines. Hurts. What about the spines? Do they get chewy? <laughs> Do the spines get chewy? Because if this is food, I'm going to make it work. I don't know. <laughs> is this drugs? Yeah. If this is drugs. Are any of these motherfuckers peyote? <laughs> Can they? Can then I? We can talk. Can I send it all back and just get a, a lifetime supply of peyote? What are we doing? Oh. That sounds all right. Not bad. All right. <coughs> Great. You we, killed Dan. I was just gonna say we killed him. We did it. <laughs> I was gonna high five you. High five. High five. <laughs> Danny, I just need okay. to hear a noise so I know that we're not laughing and you're actually dying. Make a noise. Any noise. Make a weird random noise. Say, my voice sounds like a shirtless Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Say, where is the library in Spanish? <laughs> Come on. Danny. See? <laughs> I, there's, I there's, there's this doctoral paper in my mind about... Every five years, there's something in the zeitgeist where that becomes a phrase in like a, a TV show. Every five years. Yeah. Donde esta la biblioteca is a very common statement in English television. Why? I don't know. I'm, I'm working on it. It's, you know, it's, it's a paper. It's a thing. It's going to be 20 years in the making. There's research. There's, there's a lot of research that has to be done. I'm still not halfway done pimp maybe you can find out in the library i'm gonna with microfiche and shit you'll see <gasps> i said it. Oh. i said it i said it scrolling through that bitch be like donde esta la biblioteca yo estoy en la biblioteca <laughs> uh, yo just fucking mind blown danny where the fuck are you bro say something daniel i always want to call him daniel son but he's never going to react the way i want him to so i don't bother yeah, yeah, that's a thing. I think that's probably the same thing when people like guys are like Tony, huh? Tony the Tiger, and I'm like, ah, shut the fuck up. I would, <laughs> I would start actively shoving my fingers down my throat to induce vomiting in front of the person that recently said that to my face. If I were you, right? Like <laughs> the tiger, <laughs> <laughs> like just like just like it's like the saliva on your fingers, <laughs> like you're trying and you're just keep doing it. Gonna mime it, but then she. <laughs> She, she went like full in her mouth. Like I didn't see her t- fingers; they disappeared, and they came back slimy, her whole dude. Hand in there, slimy fucking fingers. She really fucking did not appreciate what I said. 
<laughs> and to be fair, it was my fault. I never apologized. I just ran off scared. Yeah. Oh, That's what they do anyway. <laughs> Pussies, get it together. Oh, my God. <sighs> Danny. Danny, are you back from the bathroom? Phrase it like a question. He Irish. He Irished goodbye us. He no. did. Is he texting us? Hold on. He's like, oh, I'm pissing at balls. Can you do your do your best Danny impression? Whenever Danny just bails at the end of the podcast, we're just gonna have to start doing our own Danny. I, <laughs> I'm so happy this is gonna be a thing now. <laughs> I wanted to say it like that. Oh my god, I'm so happy this is gonna be a thing now. What? My God. <clears throat> All right, you guys. Uh, you know, I'm just really thankful for you guys to hear the podcast and listen to what um, uh, Dan signed out. Uh, totally. Um, let's say something. I'm just writing this out, man. <laughs> I have full editing power, and this will never see the light of day because Tony just let that me. That was magical. <laughs> she just let me do that. This is what happens when I drink. Uh, bourbon stout this is my second bottle and this usually puts me to sleep and for some reason i'm feeling brave enough to continue talking god it's horrible i mean seriously you guys make me want to drink all right you're you're second. <laughs> dude where the fuck were you i was reading something <laughs> a book were you reading a book? Reading a text message from my girlfriend. Ah, oh, fuck. All right. Fair enough. Is she mad? If it took you that long to read it, it sounds like somebody got mad. Yeah, she's talking about work, and I told her, like, I told her about your like history of cheese. <laughs> so you were you were giving her notes on the podcast while we were in the, recording the podcast. Is that what you're telling me? Okay. Right, you just like you just told some amazing story about cheese and she was talking, man. I was just like, hold on. Ember was telling this amazing story about cheese and we listened. And she was like, I want to hear about the cheese. I need tampons. <laughs> no shit. I need cheese now. Guess who's getting horseradish cheese tomorrow by the brick? I hope so. It just just like hold it and just like bite the brick. Of the cheese. I will do that, and I will post the aftermath uh, in my stories. You're welcome. Whoa. Maybe just post, you know, a cheese reaction. We don't want to know what happens after your intestines block up. I just realized how that sounded, and what I meant was put a picture (laughs) of the cheese block with a bite mark in it on a dark contrast, so it'll pop more. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I I did not mean (laughs) to bless you with with a poop shoot, you know? (laughs) From my poop shoot. <laughs> oh, that works so well, guys. High five. <laughs> Bye, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. 
Uh, remember, you can follow us at the Deep Path Podcast on Instagram, at the Deep Path Podcast on Twitter. Uh, there is a link in the bio that you can check out uh, the three co-hosts of said podcast. Uh, I am at my BJJ is okay. One word. We have Danny, the lovely Danny at Danny Patrick BJJ, and of course. Uh, the always impeccable Jits bitch, aka Tony, aka G- at G-I-T-S underscore B-I-T-C-H, uh, because I still don't feel that enough of you know how to spell the word bitch. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your mom about their favorite grappler. Uh, we are uh, always open to feedback, so you can always hit us up on Instagram and uh, let us know what you think. Okay, if you have any suggestions, we, we love to hear possible topics of conversation uh, for us to riff on. So uh, we look forward to that. Thanks again for listening.